Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to a very special episode of the Alex Bobcat, episode 307, in which Chance wishes he was playing Elden Ring. This is clearly a a new phenomenon. No, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's been an interesting week, and it's kind of gotten more interesting as the week has gone on. Because um, whole, like, okay, you know, so you know when Dying Light, like, I've been hyped for Dying Light 2 for a long, long time, yeah, right? Yeah, I've and been, you played it a whole lot, and last yeah. week you said you're not going to finish it. Well, it's not that I'm not going to finish it, it's that Horizon was coming out, and I had to check out Horizon. Yeah. But even then, while I was playing Dying Light 2, I was also playing Sifu. I was also mm-hmm. playing Ghost of Tsushima Legends. I, I checked out Oli Oli. I checked out Cyberpunk, the new Cyberpunk patch. You know, like, yeah. yeah, I was, I was, pre- I was enjoying Dying Light Two a lot, but I was prepared to escape its pull for mm. you know hours at a time. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West is a nine out of ten. See, I I regret to inform you that I have not started playing it yet. I have it. It's here. It is installed on my PlayStation Five. The fact that you're not hyped for Elden Ring puts you in a in a strong position. I feel stronger than myself to enjoy this game, because I played it the entire time, knowing that I was kind of playing it maybe faster than I should be. I wasn't like rushing the story quest by any means, but mm-hmm. I really felt a pressure to enjoy as much of this game as possible <laughs> before Elden Ring. And and the more I played it, the more I was kind of like, do I actually want to stop? And the answer is no, I don't. Mm. I don't want to stop playing Horizon at all. It's like, it's, I don't want to put it in like relationship terms, but imagine if you have this lovely boyfriend who's everything you always wanted him to be, ladies mm-hmm. of the audience. Um, and then like your ex comes back and just looks so good in a suit and really has like their hair together and they're really clearly living their best life and they want to share it with you. Mm. And like, try not to sleep with that guy. Like it's, it's going to be a challenge, you know? And it's not like, it's not like I don't love my current bow. Zero. Like forbidden West is, is fucking awesome. Let me count the ways I started writing them down. Uh, Forbidden West is currently at an eighty-eight. Yes, and Atlantic. and that's that's fine. I think it's it's a solid ninety. Yeah, um, no. you, you know how I always turn off Rumble in games. Yes, yeah, you turn it. You you hate it. Yes. Well, it, I it, I don't feel I feel it's generally distracting. I don't feel it yes. actually adds to immersion at all. Um, I didn't notice it even in Horizon, and it's there, but I didn't even notice it until I got the um, uh, the 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 floaty shield thing, the, the okay. shield wing where you jump from a high place and you hold and you hold square and she holds this energy shield above her, which she floats through the air on. Oh, it's pretty okay. neat. But in the controller, what happens is when she deploys it, there's this sudden jerk upwards of the controller. Yeah. And then as you descend, there's this constant. Okay. The control- so you feel like it through her like, arm, basically. It really, yeah. yeah, it really feels like something. And this, so then I started paying attention to it, and it actually works. And I really, actually love the fucking vibration in this game. Unlike every other game I've played it in, and there are Proof games that, that have done it more well. Sometimes, yeah, games have done it really well. Like Returnal did it really, really well. But I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> you know, it didn't help. I didn't think it added anything. This actually feels really good. Um, they completely took everything about Horizon and just fixed anything that someone might complain about. Um, for example, inventory management. Mm-hmm. You're you're running around and you have like a medicine pouch on you. 
And that medicine pouch can get bigger with skills or outfits if you wear certain outfits. Okay. But um, but in the first game, you would get you know maybe twenty max herbs in your medicine pouch, and then you get into a fight and you uh, you pop some in your mouth, and it will heal you for like as many herbs as is required to heal you up to full. So you might drop down to fifteen, and it'll take a couple seconds to heal you up. It's really a heal over time kind of situation, and then after that fight. You gotta run around, fill up your pouch. Filling up your pouch in this game, what happens is, Aloy will start filling up her backpack. And when you run out of herbs in your pouch, or even if you just use some, you can hold the button to use herbs instead of just tapping it, and she will take some herbs from her backpack and fill up the medicine pouch. Once her backpack is full of herbs, the herbs will, the medicine herbs, and anything you get that you don't have room for right now will go to your storage which is infinite. And any time you go to a town, you can just pop your storage and say, okay, I need some chill water, I need some echo shells, and and uh, top off my medicine pouches. Um, it, it's just, it's a wonderful little fix. Um, it's not realistic, but it makes things a lot more fun. So there it, make, go. it makes things a lot more fun. Um, they've made it so that there is no such thing as an infinite fast travel um Thing that you can unlock now it was like a golden fast travel equipment from the mm-hmm. first game now you can fast travel for free if you go to a campfire i don't know why that works so much better but it makes campfires more important um and it makes getting around the world and the world is fucking huge it makes getting around the world really efficient and it really encourages you to just dart around and do whatever you feel like doing at this moment um, and so i'm gonna i'm gonna keep on saying how much i love about this game but just to veer into constructive criticism for a moment Mm. um one of my favorite parts of the first game was the hunter trials do you remember those yes yeah in this game there are hunter trials and there are fighting pits and the fighting pits the first two or three of them basically just teach you um the new melee combos and you can't even partake in them until you've unlocked those in that particular skill tree Oh, so, so the, okay, the, the trial isn't even available until you... Okay. Yes, you, you can't even attempt it until you unlock the skill. And I got through the first three of these arenas, no problem. And then I'm getting through the fourth, I think it was. And again, it's just a series of combo tutorials that will end with a fight against the arena's master uh, in which you have to use those combos you've been taught to beat them. Mm-hmm. And when I got to the fourth one, the guy came out with a weapon that would two-shot me. <laughs> And a giant energy shield. And I couldn't use any of my normal shenanigans to beat someone with an energy shield. It expected me to use these combos that it taught me, I guess. So I tried the combos and no, they don't work. <laughs> it's just incredibly frustrating where you are you don't have the ability to deal damage to him whatsoever until you break a shield. And then you can get a little bit in and a full sick damage combo will take like 10% of his health bar off. And again, he'll, he'll, sh- he'll kill you. If two hits of his four hit string connect and you don't have a block, <laughs> like yeah. it's, all you got is a dodge. Yeah. So while the melee combat of Forbidden West is absolutely an improvement over Zero Dawn, it's not that good. It's not that good. It's not so good that I'm actually going to try and try on this fight over and over, which feels like bullshit. I am going to turn the difficulty down to story, kick the shit out of him, collect my metal and move on. <laughs> the hun- at least it lets you do that mid-game and that, yes you know, and that is and uh, really that will have no effect on trophies when you do it i say swallow your gamer pride forbidden west uh, melee combat is not that good but worst of all that happens to the hunter trials too where oh. 
they eventually get to the point where it's like, okay, we want you to beat this Thunderjaw with this slide whistle. And you're like, what? Like, that's not the point of an open world game. An open world game is me expressing myself through how I'm going to attack this problem. And you're making it really, first of all, uninteresting. And this weird challenge that I just didn't find appetizing. So I stopped doing the Hunter Draws. Like, they got to a point where they were more annoying than enjoyable for me. But the rest of the game is so fucking good. Like, it reminds me of that Ubisoft quote, what makes a 10 out of 10 game or a 9 out of 10 game? It's where every single fucking thing is 9 out of 10. And the, um, those, just those, those little cutscenes that I posted to YouTube. I saw that, the alien without context. I was yeah. watching her face and this, yes. on her eyes. Mm-hmm. It's very expressive. It's incredible, and one of my complaints about the first Horizon was that I found Aloy herself to be a very interesting character, theoretically, but I didn't feel that she expressed enough of her personality, and I wanted to see more of her personality, because she's a fucking interesting person. Um, Like, this is a a hero who traipses across the land, and the kings of the land beg her to marry them. And she's like, I'm sorry, I got shit to do. <laughs> like, that's an interesting Busy. person. Yeah. Um, and so there is more characterization. There's a lot of plot around the fact that Aloy pushes everyone who cares about her away. She just walks away because she's got to do this on her own. And uh, she's she's getting pushback on it from various characters, and I really hope that arc continues. Um, but the what blows my mind about Forbidden West, and I think is my favorite aspect of it, is the way the quests will spiral out when you go to a town. Like, you'll go to a town and, um, you know, you have to help the people of the chain scrape or whatever. And mm-hmm. so you go to this guy and he gives you a quest to go deal with this problem. This other person gives you a quest to go deal with that problem. And as you do it, you meet some other characters who you quite like, and they're pretty interesting. But they have nothing to do with your objectives in this area. You complete your objectives and... In the first area, for example, as you complete all the quests you need to, just to get past this area, um, you're you're doing it and you're hearing about this guy who's basically like the Trump of this area. Um, mm. He demands a discount from anyone he shops with. No one is prepared to uh, call him at his bullshit because he owns everything in the area. And he, uh, he calls when all the work gets done and whether or not he even gets done at all. Um, he's, he's got like a chokehold on the economy. And so, like, you're doing all these quests where, like, yes, we know it was really dangerous to bomb this, you know, wombat habitat, but he had us do it because for profit, <laughs> you know, shit yeah. like that. And so you... Step three, profit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so you beat this area of the game and you move on, but that guy hasn't gotten his comeuppance yet. You can go back to the town. There's more quests to find now. And oh, okay. some of them, and some of them, if you keep on going through, like, the next five levels, you eventually come back to town and kick him out and install your best friend as leader. Mm. Um, and this happens repeatedly where you'll just meet ancillary characters and really, really like them. The, one of my favorites was, um, one of, one of the major tribes of this region is called the Tanakh and they're kind of like Spartans. They're very warlike. Um, they're very much like the Karja from the first game, but they are specifically built on American military ideology. Mm. Um, and you eventually go to their capital and it's this old presentation uh, this whole like propaganda presentation for these elite soldiers and how they were going to fight back against the machine menace from before the world ended. And of course, these people all died. Like none of them were successful, and only Aloy <laughs> knows this. And the recordings that everyone sees are like jarbled or garbled, and they don't really understand them. They're just basing a fucking religion around it. 
That's, yeah. that's kind of cool and interesting. But an old woman in with, like, wicked, like, feathers running down each arm. So she kind of gives her, like, a bird appearance. And a halter top, this old, like, 60-year-old lady, walks you through this museum. And eventually you meet their leader at the other end of the museum. She's a really cool character design. And it was neat just to see, like, an older woman doing all this. And then, uh, and then you go about and you do all your quests in this area to unlock the arena and give this Tanakh leader what he needs and so on and so forth. And then, if you return, she's got a whole fucking quest line where she's looking for her grandson. Hmm, okay. It's awesome. It keeps on doing that. You meet people, you finish their quest, you move on and do other shit, and you just run into them. You go, you're out in, uh, you're out in the world and, and someone calls for help. Um, you go help them. You'll run into them in town and they'll thank you. It's, it does it better than anything I experienced in Witcher 3. And I keep on experience, you know, I've only ever played the opening area of Witcher 3 yeah, like three several times. several times, yeah. But the way Horizon deals with quests and people and characters that you love might be the best iteration of that in an RPG I've ever seen. But is there a quest log you can look at in the game? Mm-hmm. Oh, see. Apparently that's important for games okay, with quests. Okay, okay. Let's, I, <laughs> we're not getting into the Elden Ring controversy. Um... Uh, I saw Jason Schreier tweet that out. I'm like, so wait, you're saying you need a quest log for the game, but the game no, doesn't give you one. No, that's positive? That's, no, that's not what he's fucking saying. It's a Souls game. You can beat a Souls game and never even know that any quest existed. That's how Souls games work. The quests are very esoteric. Hmm. Like, I'm fine but with it. it's an it. open world game. I'm fine there with it. By, by the way, them. do you have Elden Ring on your GameCube? No. Hell no. Absolutely not. It, it's, t- it's time to try again. No. It, no. It's time to try again. It's not. This is appara- I'm going this is to apparently the most, in... This is apparently the most accessible Souls game there's ever been. It's time to try I, again. I am going to wallow in Forbidden West once I start, play it from beginning to end. I will probably be upset with the beginning like the last one was because when Alien was not that powerful, I didn't like the game that much. But when yeah, she no, it's, had it's more cool. stuff later on, it was awesome. So I'll Yeah, there's no explanation the to thing. why she's walking around with a simple hunter's bow at the beginning of the game. Yeah, there's I'll no, go through the it's same It's not thing. covered. Okay. Yeah, I'll go through the same issue for the first couple hours. Be like, this sucks because you can't do anything, and then you get stuff, and I'll be happy with it again. Yeah, because once I got some points, um, that's another thing. Is early in the game, you're really rewarded for specializing heavily in a single tree. Um, hmm. uh, any tree will give you some hugely powerful abilities. The deeper you go, that will just turn the tides of fights. Um, uh, right now, what I opt, I often still just use the cloak, where I just I just hit this thing on my arm and I turn semi invisible. And as long as I'm not getting hit by anyone, I can just sneak around and one-shot guys. It's awesome. Okay, so don't funny? put your points out evenly. Spe- spe- uh, specialize. Yeah. Oh, in spe- specialize in, in one in one tree in the beginning. I definitely like would say like invest some shit in the melee tree because that stuff's handy. But yeah. um, for me, it was it was a little bit of hunter, then it was all stealth melee, and then I was worrying about other shit. Hmm. Uh, okay. I never notice how good music is in games. Alex always does. I actually noticed in Forbidden West. I was like, wow. It's like tribal mixed with wood kid somehow. That's the only way I could describe it. It so was really cool. What you're saying is that delay was probably worth it. 100%. To let this game be produced the way it's supposed to. Yes. I don't know why they shouldn't have released it in June. <laughs> why now? Why fucking now? I could have kept on playing Dying Light. If I had beaten Dying Light, Sifu was right there to carry me through to Elden Ring. And if I beat Sifu, I still had Ollie Ollie World. And then I had Cyberpunk. Why now? It's a, it's a, it's a glut of pleasures this month. It's so good. Like, February 2022... 
is like that month where uh, Valkyria Chronicles, Dead Space, and Bioshock all came out on the PS4, PS3? Dead PS3. Space and Bioshock came out in the same month? On PS3. On Xbox, Bioshock had been out for a year. Oh, that's right. Yeah, okay. but on, on PS3, it was a very big month. So yeah, Horizon is uh, everything I wanted from a sequel. It is always jaw-droppingly gorgeous. Like, there are games where you get used to how good-looking it is as you play it, and then you come back and you're like, oh yeah, that is really that is really quite in, quite good-looking. Um, in Horizon, you never stop. You never stop just going, oh my god. <laughs> it's so gorgeous. <laughs> and I'm kind of worried that I'm going to go into Elden Ring and be like, meh. It's not... <laughs> <laughs> Elden Ring's not going to have the same kind of fidelity. That's not what at all. Want. Not at all. And and I'm going to miss it. I'm going to miss it because I know <laughs> that if they had just taken Elden Ring and said, okay, it's technically ready, but the first thing we're going to do is hand it to Bluepoint and say, remake this. <laughs> and then Bluepoint would have done something incredible. With well, I mean, Horizon also has the advantage of being a single platform. Mm. You're not worrying about technically too. even a PC release even. It's just here, PS5, go, or PS4. Technically two platforms. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, it's so AAA. Yeah, all the performances are great. Um, the, uh, the, the ranged combat is way more interesting. The machines are way more dangerous. You really need to just, like, obliterate them because they will obliterate you. Oh, it's so fun to be playing Horizon again and loving it. Like, it's... It's absolutely fucking awesome. And it after would be, today, it's a, how it's much a, more Horizon? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of hoping I try out Elden Ring and say to myself, well, this will be here when I am done with Horizon, and then just go back to Horizon. But now is the time when Elden Ring's coming out. It's, a, it's an exciting time, and <laughs> I, I'd like to... I don't want to say I want to be part of the conversation because I don't think I'm going to pipe up and say much, but I want to be able to look at shit with spoilers in it and not worry that much. You know, you had I've heard you say in the past that the first couple of weeks with a Souls game is is kind of magical, where people are, yep. people are finding things or yeah. you know saying, "Have you seen this? Have you seen this? Have you tried yes. this?" Yes. And so, uh, I do understand wanting to be part of that beginning discussion discourse. Actually, one of the hunter trials. Um, I was so annoyed with it because at this point I hadn't turned anything down below normal yet and I hadn't even considered it. Yeah. And I was like, well, obviously I'm just not thinking about this correctly. I need to go to YouTube and have someone show me um, how to do this on, yeah, just how to do it. And so I go to YouTube and someone does it super easily and I notice that the combos they're doing are just destroying these enemies. And then there's a bunch of comments saying, wait a minute, how are they doing so little damage to you? That's what the walkthroughs on YouTube are showing for, for beating this shit. Is just turning it down to turn story it down, turn it down, turn it down to easy. Turn it down to story difficulty. Um, <laughs> but yeah, overall, I'm like, and the sci-fi of it. Like, there was a question, like, how do you follow up the wackadoo science fiction of Horizon Zero Dawn? Because that story is fucking insane. Yeah, uh, they do it. <laughs> <laughs> They did it. They, this story is just as fucking crazy. How much time have you put? How much time have you put in? I, I want to say at least thirty hours. Wow! Like I've probably more. Probably I don't know. Like if I'm not working, I'm playing Horizon this week, <laughs> or, or no Overwatch time with my brother. And uh, like I'll, I'll play Overwatch with my brother. But when nine thirty rolls around, I'm like, okay, good games. Good night. Do something else now. And I play Horizon for another hour. Well, I I have passed forty hours on my. Eurojank JRPG. Okay. 
And it's got to be getting near the end because the plot has just, I don't want to say gone off the rails, but it's like, you know, how JRPGs, like things just get bigger and bigger and bigger. Yes. Like at first it was like, like, you're just trying to save your mom. She's got the corrosion. But now, you know, now it's the whole country you're trying to save. But oh, but now Celine, the female character is an envoy of the gods who may or may not have failed in her quest. So the gods sent a doppelganger who mimics a general who is incredibly powerful. Now you're fighting here. So you basically have two, the gods have set two different people to do this. And they're fighting with each other, but the aliens are still here and they're going to H bomb the whole place. It's just, it's like spiraling out of control and everything's bad. No matter what happens, the world's going to end. So very French at this point. Um, Oh, okay. uh, Yeah. It's, it's just getting just getting weirder and 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 weirder. Um, I think I'm a little over leveled at this point, which is fine. I'll be able to cruise the last couple of areas. The crafting has never gotten any better, but they did. They did get. I mean, visually, it's never been very impressive. You've seen screenshots of this game, yes. right? It's not. It's just like no. Great it's, it's it's not even not great looking. It's an ugly game going. Yeah, I, and part of it is visually. So part of it is there's some really weird de- decisions with color. And just composition of things just doesn't. I mean, when you when you're playing like uh, Ghost of Tsushima, you just look out and everything just fits, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that tree was meant to be there. Oh, you're saying this is using a bunch of like assets that they bought? It's just no, it's not even that. It's just it's it's like that world is composed well. The world of Horizon is is put together oh, well. So good. It just flows, oh, yeah. right? This it's like. It, it feels like chunky almost like it's like okay now I'm in the desert area oh wait now I'm in the over here now I'm in here you can like see the seams almost um, with one exception I, I went to an area there's a, a temple on the top of a cliff you climb up there and you go into it and you walk down this hall and suddenly everything looks better I mean just this just, just this cathedral <laughs> looks good to the point where on one side there are windows that are broken out and there is snow blowing in through these broken windows piling up on the ground and you're like wow this looks good and then you realize wait wait it's because there's some reflection going on here right i'm like is there is there a ray tracing in this piece no. of shit 40 dollars game no what it is is they have 100 percent faked the reflections on the floor okay because <laughs> i like i look up and what is being reflected on the floor has nothing to do with what's in the rest of the building ah. so it's like it looks good until you look a little closer <laughs> and you're like oh no okay no this game this game does not look good like remind me the name of it again uh, Edge of Eternity. Edge of Eternity. Click. Uh, this, this one cathedral, the inside of the cathedral actually looks decent. No, this is not a good um, looking game. So, but I, I, I've i got to be at the end. I'm climbing the tower. The main bad guy's at the top. Everything is out, you know. Okay, maybe it's not ugly. It's not It's not ugly, but no, it doesn't it have calling the same Calling it ugly artistic, was too far. It doesn't have the same artistic touch that Ghost of Tsushima or Horizon or Elden Ring, for that matter, have. Um, I, mean, I will never debate the artistic merits of a Souls game. That would be foolishness. <laughs> the, town, the towns and horizon are so good. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I'm going to... I've got to see it through at this point. i got to know where it goes. I've, I've got to be close to the end. I'm hoping I can knock it out tomorrow before I have to go into work. Let's, let's Google how long put to beat. To bed. Um, I mean, I'm at 44 hours. It's got to be. Unless something huge changes... I, I mean, there's like there's no there's no achievements left. I mean, main, it's main story plus extras forty three hours fifty four minutes on average. Completionist seventy hours. Okay, well, I'm not going to complete it because that would mean getting all the weapons. But and if stuff, you got so forty I've, hours, I've, yeah, you got like three. Yeah, I've, hours I've to go. gotta be. I've gotta be right near the end. 
Then I'll be done with it. I'll be fine. Then I can sit down with Horizon and I can ignore all other releases. I think you're going to love Horizon. I think Horizon I, is I'm, precisely I, I think I will once I get past the beginning of, of yes. not having any actual abilities. Once I just, you know, get through that and flesh Aloy out, Aloy out a little bit, I'm sure I'll... Yeah, it's it's frustrating as fuck. One of the nice things about it is they've really updated... Anything that they brought in from the first game has been completely updated. Some things from the first game are just gone. Like, remember the Watchers? Like, the first enemies you meet. Okay. Those are... God, I think they're called burrowers now. They're like... Instead of of little two-legged dinosaurs, they're very much like minks... Kind hmm. of, they're like they're like little weasels, or they're giant weasels. Obviously, they're like okay. nine feet long, but um, <laughs> yeah. but there's something kind of cute about them again, still. Um, and then actually, you do eventually meet a watcher, but it's like twenty hours later in a completely different area of the world. Um, a lot of the new uh, enemies that they've put in are all like very few of them are actually dinosaurs. Like I think the only new no, there's two new. Oh wait, there's there's also a swimming one. Yeah, there's like a bunch of flying dinosaurs. And, uh, but they've also got, like, fucking anteater dinosaurs. Hmm. It's like, who decided the anteater is a legendary threat we need to bring back in machine form? <laughs> the machines, when they were building it, when the AI was building it, it didn't quite know what to do at this point. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, like, well, that's the idea, is, like, uh, the AI Gaia was inspired to create machines that she thought were beautiful from Earth's history, and that's why they look like dinosaurs. Um... So, yeah, the rationale is, like, Gaia was, like, an anteater would be perfect for this job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Why not? I fought a giant bat last night. It was crazy. Ugh, a giant wow, robot. okay. Oh, yeah, that's another cool thing. I, fuck it, there's so much, so much shit that I didn't write down. Every time you meet an enemy in Forbidden West, uh, you do want to scan it first because every single, um, uh, every single enemy type in the game has a component that will be crucial to upgrading your gear. Mm. And if you kill them without removing that component, that component will self-destruct. Uh, so every time you meet uh, meet a thing, you'd be like, okay, what do I want to take off you? Oh, the tail? Fuck, it's always hard to hit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for, for, uh, for like the giant snake thing, it's these grinders that it has under its jawline. Um, for this bat thing, it was the fangs. It's really cool. Like they really, they, they did so much to make it better and I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. I'm gonna play. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you should I'm be there. hyped. You should be I'm hyped. There. No, I am. I honestly am. I'm just. I need to play something that looks good that actually uses like hardware for what it's for. <laughs> it is fucking it's next gen stuff. Yeah, it is. It is so dazzlingly next gen. Following Dying Light, and Dying Light was like, you know, not bad at all. Not bad, but it no, was really it not bad. But this is. And even like the new the cyber the new cyberpunk patch doesn't look like fucking anything compared to this. This is like uh, do you wear glasses? You I do. Wear, you got laser. Okay, so you know when well, you, I got I wear contacts, but yes, yeah. You, you know when you get a new prescription, <laughs> that feeling. Oh yeah, you're like oh I can see yes, again. Yes, yes, it is so much sensory information coming at you from the screen. Like the amount of I play at uh, 40, 40, 4K thirty frames per second. Okay. Just the amount of detail in any in any uh, screenshot is dazzling. It's incredible. I'm getting tormented at work because we got we still haven't gotten the game in, which is unusual. But I got there's two different collector's editions for this. There's like okay. a collector's edition and there's this bigger one, and they're both these giant ass boxes. Yeah, but one got, got like, like three of each stacking with statues in them. But the funny thing is, no copy of the game. Yeah, <laughs> the copy is digital. I didn't. I wouldn't yeah. want a physical copy. 
Yeah, but it, it's, I mean, they're huge boxes, and I'm getting tormented by these things now, just staring at them, but it'll be good. But when does Elder Ring actually unlock? 11 p.m. tonight. Hmm. And I'm yeah. assuming you don't work tomorrow. What time is it precisely? Yeah, so, what, four hours from now? In four hours precisely. Um. Well, in fact, now that you bring it up, today is my Friday. Hmm. But uh, tomorrow on Friday, that's not, that's actually my Friday again. And then Saturday, it's going to be my Friday night. I'm going to have a good night mm-hmm. Friday night. Okay. And then on Sunday, that'll be my that's Friday. That'll, no, that'll, oh. Sunday will be my Friday. And then <laughs> next Monday, next Monday. And first of all, tonight, given that tonight is my Friday night, unlike most nights, I'm going to have dinner. I don't usually but, like I don't usually like eating a dinner. I find it makes it harder for me to sleep. Hmm, but on okay. nights when okay. I'm ready to stay up and play some video games, I'll do something like order a steak with pasta or something. Yeah. Or you know, pizza if I'm just feeling like a little gross and I want to watch television. Slum it, yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, but tonight I'm feeling steaky, so I'm going to stay up late. So again, Friday night we're going to watch some. We're going to watch a nice movie or something. Uh, Saturday night's going to be awesome. John Mulaney is hosting SNL. He's going to join the Five Timers Club, and then so again. Monday will be a Friday. It's also Friday. Will be a yeah. Friday night, and then Tuesday will be my Saturday night. And Wednesday will be my Sunday, and then Thursday I got to go back to fucking work. <laughs> but until then, I am going to play so much Elden Ring. I suspect. I suspect. I suspect Elden Ring is just going to seize me by the throat and drag me. So, in the process of playing this, how much are you going to insulate yourself from the discoveries of others, or if you get stuck, you'd go looking for things? How do you choose to experience this? Okay, you you don't subscribe to the modern way of consuming a game, which is a, a kind of a shared experience with the rest of the internet. As that I play, correct. as I play Horizon, if I have any questions, I fucking Google them. I do. That's how I think that's how a lot of people play games, and I know that a lot of people do that because as soon as I have that question on release day and Google it, IGN has already written the answer down somewhere. Yeah, or oh, there's a YouTube video already there. Yes, and the, and I generally don't like the YouTube videos. I like IGNs when Polygon or Eurogamer do guides. They are excellent. I will mm. always take a Polygon guide if I can get it. Um, <clears throat> so as soon as I have a question, I will absolutely turn around. And if someone if someone asks me a question and, and you says, and I have to make a choice between the two, I'm googling what the fuck will happen. Absolutely, I'm not. I'm well, not does, because doesn't because that take it's a, away something though because it's no longer your choice. At that point, no, I, it is. It is. I want to understand. I want to understand. And once I understand, I may make the choice that you wouldn't make. It's still my choice. It's can, just. Can informed. you imagine playing like a Bioware consent. RPG that way? Like I have, I have dialogue choices. I'm no, going to no. look up and see because, how each of them because goes. Because a, a Bioware RPG is designed to be run through in a straight line, basically. And you can, and then you can make different choices next time. Yay! That's the nature of these shorter. You can choose games. your own adventure. Yeah. Um. A, a a Souls game, when you make a choice like that, you're making a commitment that will reverberate across these lands, and it will have it will have an impact that you will care about at some point. In um, <laughs> in a Bioware RPG, making those fun little um, I'm going to hit the reporter. No, I'm going to be polite to the reporter. Decisions making one it one 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 way this run and a different way the next run is part part of the fun. Um, in in Elden Ring, the fun is the discovery, and the fun is the exploration. And everything I'm seeing in these reviews 
it's they're talking about a game that's so good it can't exist. I feel like they're over these reviewers are overhyping it. And uh, things, yeah, if, I mean, I'm looking at it. I'm trying to find any <clears throat> negative reviews. Uh, good luck. It's it's at 97. The PS5 is at 97. The Xbox One X is at 95. I don't know why there's a difference in them. Apparently, Xbox has a worse frame rate, and on PC, it is worse than both. Uh yeah, yeah. I heard the PC one's having a hard time. But I don't know the Digital Foundry has done a thorough analysis with the Day One patch yet. Mm, true. And that's who I trust. Well, um, they give there the chops. They know exactly what they're looking for. So yeah, and if the technology to do it, <laughs> like if Elden Ring is the game that all the reviewers say it is. So people were saying there's such a thing as like, oh yeah, it was you, it was you. You're saying this like the From Software bump, just like Nintendo. I'm like, no, Nintendo bump, yeah. We no. all come on. You agree with it? There's the Nintendo bump. There, at there least is five points. There is 100 percent a Nintendo bump. I don't agree that there's a From bump. Like Demon's or Demon Souls was rated very highly upon its release. Their games have been rated higher and higher and higher they've just gotten and i agree they've gotten better at what they do over and over and over again and the fact that this game that that the from kind of series um can see that development and you don't see like a 95 for horizon forbidden west is scandalous to me this game is such a massive improvement over um uh over zero dawn that the fact that it's not being rated higher than it is speaks to me of an anti-Sony bias. Well, is it also possible that critics and players are kind of suffering from open-world fatigue at this point? Um, well, that's another one of the reasons that a lot of the reviewers are citing for um, Elden Ring being so fucking incredible. That it just, like, it. there are not a bunch of to-do things on your map. There aren't. You want to know what's there? Check it out. And there's See, always something rewarding, terrifying, interesting there. I would almost have a hard time doing that because I'm so used to being handheld through the map by Ubisoft. That's right. You know, map vomits. That's right. By and just icons, moving from icon to icon. And and not only so not only and does Horizon it, will do that for me. I know it will. It'll let oh, 100% me hundred percent it does. One hundred percent it does. Oh, that's another thing. Um, okay, so you know how games will sometimes do this thing, like in order to craft this thing, you need blah blah blah. Would you like to make this a quest? Yeah. And will highlight shit on your map. Like, a bunch of games have done that. Mm -hmm. I've never enjoyed it in any game until Forbidden West. I fucking <laughs> love it in Forbidden West. Because you need to do that repeatedly as you upgrade your gear. All your gear can be, like, upgraded and customized. Um, I fucking love it. I love all the outfits. I love the Utaru tribe. They're this tribe of farmers you meet in, like, the opening area. And they all wear, like, wicked woven grass outfits and so the huh. first stealth gear i was able to find was this utaru grass stuff and uh and we'll, we'll get to how fashionable the utaru are later in the podcast but it's fucking sweet and i can't wait to get the utaru winter weave that's what i'm saving up for it's the utaru winter weave it's a set of legendary utaru stealth armor oh it's so good it's so fuck. I can't wait to play it more after the podcast. I'm not gonna watch a movie. Fuck it. I'm playing no. more Horizon. It's so Some good. Stinking Horizon. I know. I know. just like literally ten minutes before the podcast started, I had beaten. Uh, I had just beaten what's called a Tide Ripper or something. Uh, it's a Pleosaur. I beat the shit out of a robotic Pleosaur. Pleosaur. Nice. At, at the end of a cauldron, and and I'm about to unlock all the overrides associated with that cauldron. So hopefully, I'll be able to swim into the ocean and override a Pleosaur. <laughs> I've already swam around the ocean. It's fucking God, awesome. 100, 100, 100, 100, 100, 100, 100, 100. Yes, yes. And, and they say that 
um, in doing so, Elden Ring kind of revolutionizes the open world genre and does the first really major step forward for that genre since, well, what they say is since um, Grand Theft Auto 3. Um, but I would, uh. I, w- I would say no, like, uh, I think that's take, I think what Elden Ring is doing is taking a lot of cues from Breath of the Wild, but doing it in the From Software way, which is not telling you shit. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that's, and that's created something very cool and special. And so again, I, like, I'm not saying, like, tonight you need to start playing Elden Ring at 11. I'm saying put it on your game like you. Try it. It's not going to cost you anything. Try it. What if this is the one? Just make me mad. Maybe, you know? but that's always hilarious. Those are always great episodes. <laughs> Those, that's, that's, that's content. Good content. That's yeah, good that's content. That's good content. Really, for as a, as a professional, you have to. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I just want to sink into Horizon, though. No, just no, sink into Horizon. Mad. Play Horizon to completion. I'm not saying don't, but put it. Put Elden Ring on your game for IQ, and <sighs> when it shows up, just you know, do the professional thing. <laughs> and in, in the same way, God, what was that game you stopped playing? Oh, yeah, fucking Dying Light 2. Dying Light 2, you yeah. You stopped playing was, Dying Light 2. It made me mad. It I was quite mad. offended. I was quite offended. <laughs> <laughs> Legitimately. It, it, it angered me on, a, on some personal level. Yeah. I was like, yep, yeah, nope, that's enough of that. And, you know, that's that's fair. That's legit. You don't want to get with Dying Light 2, that's fine. And when Elden Ring shows up, it rings on your doorbell, and you're like, okay. And you stick it in, and you try it out, and you're like, nope, fuck it. That'll be legit, too. But it's, like, based on what every reviewer is saying, it's if you've never checked out a Souls game before, and you want it, and you're wondering if this one might be easier to get into than the others, yes, it is. 100% it is, apparently. So maybe this is the one. All right, fine. Oh yeah, you should go. You should play. Now on the list, it has actually been moved up to the top of my list. Don't do that. No, no, no. I I just I I I sort my list chronologically. Oh. And since it comes out tomorrow, we'll see what happens. Yeah, like you don't because I just added it. It won't ship tomorrow, but you know we'll Well, see. Good. Good. Fine. Fine. As 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 journalists, we must chronicle your suffering. Uh, Yeah. I haven't done a lot of suffering lately. I mean, I, I even this well. even Edge of Eternity is not causing me to suffer. It's well, no, just kind of like it's your it's your macaroni and cheese. It is. But, well, here's the thing: I eat shitty macaroni and cheese. I eat macaroni and cheese that I buy for fifty cents at at Food City because it's cheap and it fills me up. Where's so home? you are one hundred percent right that Edge of Eternity is my macaroni and cheese. Horizon is the rigatoni quattro gusti from Tree BC. Oh, Three, so how many cheeses on that? Three cheeses at least. I said, oh. I said quattro. Oh, four cheeses. Oh. Quattro fromaggi, and and like a really spicy sausage in there too. Oh, nice. Oh, it's so. I good. dig that. It's yeah. So good. Oh god, it's like every time I eat it, I'm like, this is what God eats if he ever comes. <laughs> if, you're, if you're, it's like <laughs> he brings his friend over, and his friend's like, so what's good on earth? He's like, have you ever had the rigatoni at Trevi's? <laughs> No, all right, let's go. Come on, yeah. I, I can get reservations. I'm God. It'll be fine. <laughs> so, so without Alex, does that mean it's time for headlines? Yeah, Alex for the lister. Alex, he just had to work tonight. Alex no escaping had to work. it. And so. yeah, the fact that Alex is gone on Elden Ring Eve is so sad to me because we were gonna be hyped for it together tonight. Yep. We're still hyped. For I miss. It. I miss. I know. I know. But what I miss is being hyped together with Alex. He is hyped in in so. 
Did you do anything more in Cyberpunk, or did you just kind of like tool around an existing save? Or I, I tool you... I tooled around an existing save. I just looked at the frame of it. I looked at how things looked. I switched back and forth between uh, performance and ray trace. Immediately turned on fucking ray trace. <laughs> yeah, no, don't need that. Um, it was kind of amazing to me that with Cyberpunk specifically, I needed the 60 for it to be a crisp, clean image, and the mm. opposite was is true with Forbidden West. There's a 60 mm. frames version, but I found that version very visually muddy and distracting. And the weird and the okay. 30 frames is crisp as a dollar bill. It's probably because they rock solid 30 frames. Yeah. Just never never moves. I'm guessing. Did you do anything else with Cyberpunk? Uh, no, I did not. I, I was thinking about re-downloading it just to give it a look. Mm-hmm. Especially because I found out there's new Pan Am romance stuff. I'm like, ooh, can I go back to that? <laughs> um, but uh, okay, well, no, if you, I, if you, I did if you not. want to know, well, we'll get to it. But I'll, I'll actually describe it. I don't think you'll want to reinstall over it. Uh, okay, that's bad. I kind of want to reinstall over the Judy one though. That sounds pretty awesome. <laughs> All right. Does In that case, headlines? I think it is headlines. In entertainment news. Following a successful opening weekend, unbothered by reviews, Sony, <laughs> Sony Pictures boss Tom Rothman has declared Uncharted, quote, a new hit movie franchise for the company. Mm. Apparently, they did $100 million that first weekend. Jeez. Um, Let's see. Metacritic on this. 45. Apparently, the audience score is positive. Is it? Uh, 6.6. Well, that's better Which than 45. Which I suppose is positive. And I thought, I, did I watch a shitty movie the other day that was kind of okay? No, I'm thinking of Antlers, and it wasn't that good. Mm. Mm. I haven't finished it, but you've heard of this, um, given that we're in on entertainment, uh, the Macbeth with Denzel Washington and uh, yes. Francis McDormand. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of fucking amazing. I'm not done I've with it. I've heard it is, yeah. Yeah, I've, just, I've been watching it when, like, when you're ready to sit down with some, say, Shakespeare. You have to be in the mood for that shit. Uh, but, oh my god, it's amazing, I think. I think it's absolutely incredible. It's so it's 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 very much um, trying to replicate the experience of being in a theater almost mm. with the way it's with the way its sets are designed. But the performances, the woman who plays the weird sisters, there's one woman playing the weird sisters, and she's got this voice like gravel, and but her <laughs> physicality, the way she, like she bends her limbs around her as she talks. And the shit that they do with the camera work with her, it's incredible. Denzel Washington is incredible as Macbeth. Francis McDormand is fuck is immediately immediately menacing as Lady Macbeth. She's just fantastic. See, Denzel does some. He does a lot of just terrible stuff, but it's like you forget that that He's man can so act. Good. He's so good. Yeah. It's like, yeah, he did. What was that? Like, not not the not the transporter. That wasn't him. Oh, uh, no, the, yeah, the, the equalizer. equalizer. But here's the yeah. thing. The first equalizer was good. Or it was okay. But then there were two more of them. Because, uh, uh, what's his... Because I think he had fun making them. Well, no, it, it, up. it made money, but the second one was terrible. If there's a third, I didn't watch it. Uh, Taken... I'm almost positive there's a third one. I actually went back back and tried to rewatch the first Taken, because I remember the second one was terrible. I was like, but I don't remember liking the first one the first time I saw it. No. Taken's not... <laughs> Taken does not hold up to me. <laughs> Uh, elsewhere in headlines. Amazon's Fallout TV show has cast Walton Goggins as its leading ghoul character. How are they going to make a Fallout? How? Cheaply. Yes. Cheaply and what, one storyline in there? I 
Maybe, maybe the entire first season takes place inside a uh, uh, inside a vault, and so there's a, there's a relatively cheap set right there. Um, and that could work in the season. The stinger at the end is opening the door. Yeah. yeah. Go out and find our water purifiers. Just do just do Fallout One. <laughs> no, um, do Fallout Three. You know, go down to Megaton, make a choice. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah that would hype people well, because I think that uh, Fallout Three had the biggest kind of impact on the public consciousness it had a bigger impact True. than the first two games one and two were kind of niche PC games exactly. three was mainstream console stuff uh, <clears throat> Peacemaker season finale is the best damn hour of television I've seen in God knows when and I haven't seen it, but I have seen when the Justice League show up. Oh, yeah. And, and Aquaman saying, fuck you, Barry, is so funny. Yes, yes. Oh, my God. And, uh, you know, it's it's kind of too bad that they had to do the wide shot where you could tell that that really wasn't, um, that really wasn't the woman who plays Wonder Woman. God, what's her name? Uh, Gal Gadot. That's really not, the, that's not really Gal Gadot. That's not really Henry Cavill. Um, but to have it be those two actors for uh, Aquaman and the Flash, that was really a beautiful, valuable moment. And to mm-hmm. have, you know, Peacemaker just rip him a fucking new one. This guy, quit fucking fish or something, whatever he says. Go fuck another fish, yeah. <laughs> You're too late, assholes. <laughs> oh, shit, we spoiled it. We yeah, just well, spoiled this. It's oh. a week old. It's a week no, old. No, I don't Boy. care. I don't care. Listener, if you have not gotten to that point, I personally apologize. I was, my reins were taken by this rakish man before you, Chamberlain. <laughs> and he guided me down just, the wrong path. Just, just the line, fuck you, Barry, though, is so good. It is. No, it is. <laughs> uh, the Peacemaker theme song, Do You Want to Taste It, is number one on the iTunes rock chart this week. The song released in 2009. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome this is how the collective consciousness works <laughs> uh, the Netflix Marvel shows will come to Disney Plus in Canada on March hey. on March 16th and there is no word on a US release interesting hmm. uh, but it's good to know that they will definitely go to Disney Plus in the US at some point <clears throat> in Overwatch news a new event Reaper's Code of Violence is now on until March 8th offering a meh new skin for Reaper that's it? That's one it. skin? Oh, yeah, I'm sure there's... No, there's like... There's That's a, the one... There's a spray. And there's a... I'm sure there's like a voice line or something. And if you watch this many hours on Twitch, you'll unlock these sprays. So that, they always do that shit. Oh, God. No. I have never watched Twitch for an Overwatch skin. <laughs> I would hope not. <laughs> I have just paid tons of money for random loot boxes. Well, but you have not done that for a while either, right? In years. Because you have what you need. In years, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> In a Q&A session with investors at Embracer Group this week, CEO Lars Winglefors mentioned Dead Island 2 will mm-hmm. be out in the 2023 fiscal year, so between now and next March. Mm-hmm. And that news came out as I was really enjoying Dying Light 2. So I was like, well, who the fuck cares, Lars? <laughs> <laughs> like, is it going to be better than this? I doubt it. I don't think so. Uh, See, if... Did you go back to Dying Light 1 at all before Dying Light 2 came out? Yes. Okay, and it was it held up. It was fine. Actually, I did. Yeah, I played a ton of it. I played yeah. probably 40 hours of Dying Light 1 like a month ago. So there was Dead Island and there was Dead Island Riptide was the pseudo-sequel, right? Yes, correct. Can you imagine going back to one of those now? Um. Okay. I feel that... I didn't. I didn't actually talk enough about this aspect of Dying Light Two, <clears throat> so it's, I'm glad that you've returned us to this. Ah. Because Dying Lights, Dying Lights about 
you know, the, the moving through the world, which I know you enjoy. Dead I, Island was not. I love a good platformer, and the platforming of Dying Light 2 is so fucking good. The platforming of yeah. Dying Light is so fucking good. And Dead but, Island's, like, running around beating zombies up. Between, between the... Yeah, but if you trace the interactions that you have with the zombies and the intimacy of those interactions and the amount of control you feel, like, the, the way you feel every single swing... That, that kind of journey from Dead Island and Riptide to Dying Light to Dying Light 2, that feeling uh, has lessened, kind of, from Dying Light to, to, to Dying Light to Dying Light 2. That aspect of it is not as, I don't know, somehow immersive, as, as hmm. intimate and immersive as it was in, in the Dead Island games. And I think you're right, it's because, you know, um, they're not worrying about platforming. They're just doing the melee. Melee is all this game is. Um, And so for that, it had to be as wonderful as it was. But I feel like, yeah, I'm kind of sad that that aspect of it is is less. I will also say that setting-wise, I think I honestly prefer the fresh zombie apocalypse of Dead Island to the Mad Max again of Dead Island, or of uh, Dying Light and Dying Light 2. Mm Mm-hmm. The the zombie apocalypse juxtaposed against our current society is definitely more interesting than there are still zombies around in the Last of Us world, you know. Yeah. 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 No, I agree with that. And uh, so yeah, there are there are like little, but there are little nitpicky things. What I also want is for these creators to go do whatever the fuck they feel passionate about. And if this was it, okay, it's <laughs> <laughs> not how I would have done it, but I'm old. <laughs> I, I, I love it. I love it for what it is. Uh, it's, it's wonderful. Um, but back to Horizon. The first ever digital cover of Vanity Fair Italy features Aloy in some choice Utaru fashions. I looked it up. Yeah. that's. Nice. I totally wear that outfit. In fact, I think I've still got it on. Except I've colored it. Uh, oh, no. no. And that is so much more appropriate than when Marge Simpson showed up in Playboy. Oh, God. I forgot that happened. It was a terrible thing. I never looked that up. I'm kind of curious how they dealt oh, it's not good. with certain aspects. Mm. Okay, no, I'm not going to look. I'm no, look. don't. I'm, I'm actually not going to look. That's cool. Um, <clears throat> game director Mathis De Jong, speaking to, Dut- speaking to Dutch website New.nl about Horizon Forbidden West delay, said this. Forbidden West might have been released at the end of last year, but then we might have had to work overtime. <laughs> We are, we are very aware of the dis- disadvantages of crunching, so we take that into account a lot in our planning. To give an example, at Christmas we said there would be no work, and that everyone could just have a two-week vacation. The company was closed, we couldn't even go there to work. So that's awesome news. Hmm. That is... Nice. But I'd like to hear that from people... I'd like to hear like Jason Schreier doing an interview with random people from across Blizzard and coming back and saying, yeah, they won't let them work more than seven and a half hours a day. Jeez. <laughs> that's what I want Imagine to hear. Imagine that. Yeah, yeah. That's what I want to hear. Uh, Platinum Games quote on NFTs from last week. I'm not sure if we successfully looked that up. No, I think we did. Is that NFTs have, quote, no positive impact on creators or users in any way. And if it smells like money, Konami's going to be there in a heartbeat. <laughs> so, yeah, Platinum Games is fiercely independent still. Uh, Bethesda is retiring its PC launcher and migrating its games and your library, if you have one with them, to Steam. That's interesting, seeing as that... Following the Microsoft acquisition. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Proof that no one liked Games for Windows Live, even Microsoft. (laughs) 
But there is there is currently like an Xbox Live Store, isn't there, on PC? There is, yeah, absolutely. So it's more well, it's I don't know if there is, but it's it's kind of tied in with Game Pass. But I know, I know that's what I'm saying. So it's even weirder now, yeah. So it's even weirder to me. Um, like maybe this Microsoft, was a choice. Microsoft to buy Steam in two years. <laughs> yeah, maybe this was like long in the running. Entirely possible, actually. <laughs> Maybe this was like really long, uh, long in the running, and it was an internal choice at Bethesda that had been made years ago. Uh, maybe, but it is weird. But it also says to me like, maybe we'll start, you know, getting fallouts multi-platform, and maybe they'll say that after the first year, um, what is what is that uh, Starfield? Maybe after the first year, Starfield, Starfield will come yeah. to PS Five or something. I don't know. I'm just I'm just reaching for hope. Do you have in your I'm looking for something in your headlines. I don't see it. What are we looking for? Um, uh, apparently. Oh no, it is. Never mind. Okay. It is. Okay. I'll get. We'll get to it later. Well, I'm not gonna jump. Uh, jump your headlines. <clears throat> it wasn't in the first draft. Okay. If we're that's why I didn't see it. Call of Duty thing. That's weird too. Uh, no, I'm talking about something else. But oh. anyway, no, go on, go on. Shadow Warrior Three will be a day one launch on PlayStation Now on March first. See, that's interesting because Shadow Warrior 3 is something I kind of wanted to play. If it was on Game Pass, I wasn't going to pay any extra, but I don't know if I want to pay for PlayStation now. Because um, I don't know what else is going to be on it. You could, let's look. You know what? Okay, we've, well, we've, just, we've, we've thumbed, a lot. We've thumbed of, our we've, noses at PlayStation now for a well, long time. I looked at it once, and there's a lot of really good old PlayStation 2 stuff on there. Like, really good stuff. Yeah, but isn't the play, PS2 stuff streaming? The PS, the PS2 and PS3 stuff is streaming. The PS4 and 5 stuff, I believe you can't download. download. Yeah. But, I mean, I can see PS2 streaming working just fine. Amazing new games to play every month. No, any action game would not stream well. True. Uh, see all the latest games. Click new to the PS Now library. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Vice City Definitive Edition. <laughs> Little Big Workshop. Death Squared. Mortal Kombat 11. Kerbal Space Program, Final mm-hmm. Fantasy XII, The Zodiac Ga- Age, Alex. Mm-hmm. Um, That's been on Game Pass as well. Mafia Definitive Edition, Celeste, Final Fantasy IX, see all the games. Click. Whoa. Yeah, there's a lot on there. Okay, so those are the A's. <laughs> uh-huh. Osiris Wrath. Hmm. Alter Beast. Does it have a DLC? I never played o- a DLC for Ocubus Beat, Undead and Undressed. Yeah. It's not a bad collection. Sony just doesn't talk about it well. It's like, I don't understand why they don't market this, because it's not terrible. But it should all be downloadable. It shouldn't be streaming. How much is it per month? I have no idea. I bet I can get like a free month or something. Click. I may like, do that the just to see. Because I do... I do okay. Shadow Warrior 2 was a good, stupid game. Wait. Uh, 80 bucks for 12 months. twelve ninety nine per month. What? twelve ninety nine per month. It's actually cheaper than uh, game. Well, no, it's not because well, Game Pass Gold's tied in with gold, so yeah. It's equivalent to uh, six sixty-seven a month if you buy a year. If you buy a year, um, I, I've spent a lot on games this month. I'm definitely not doing that, and not only that, but it's not like I'm hurting for anything to play right now. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the am, thing. I am it's, buried under beauties. Game Pass works for me because new games come out on it. I don't use it for the old stuff. I do it because there's almost every week there's something new. And I always play it. Sometimes it's I hate it and sometimes 
I have Edge of Eternity. So it's it evens out. But it's nice to have like it's like you're sitting at like one of those sushi bars and games are coming up to you and you can just go, Hey, you wanna play me? And you're like, eh, maybe later. Hey, you wanna play me? You know what? I kinda do. Come here. See the problem is if it's sat there long enough, I would I would probably play like Dark Cloud or Dark Cloud Two again. Because <laughs> those are on there. Yeah, but you'd play it streaming. I okay, you know what? I defy you to play Dark Cloud streaming and oh, enjoy you're it. Probably right. It would probably be terrible. Yeah, I think so. Like I, I kinda wanna try it just so I can go, yeah, I was right. But I'm terrified of being wrong. What if it's really good? <laughs> okay. Uh, Marvel. Not Marvel. Um, Square Enix announced they felt sales of Guardians of the Galaxy fell below, quote, initial expectations. Square Enix says everything sells below expectations because they have unrealistic expectations. They said the same thing about the Tomb Raider games. They, they no, they those. say the same thing with Tomb Raider. They say the same. They say the same thing about every major release they put out, period. Yeah. They have never. What they should do is announce how much it sold and talk about how happy they are with those numbers and how pleased they are with their creators. You know what that would do? Get people interested in your fucking games. Instead mm-hmm. of always going, oh, nobody bought our shit. Every time, not enough people bought our shit. Like, you're being dicks about it, Square. What are you doing? You're not celebrating your successes. Yeah, okay. They, they spent real money on Guardians. They had production value behind it, and it was a good game. Well, let's not go nuts. No, it was, it was a good game. It was it was a beautifully presented narrative. It was a good experience. If I take game out of there, is it still fine? Yes, <laughs> yes. No, you take game out of there. I agree. <laughs> I agree. It, it was a lovely, immersive narrative. There you go. <laughs> Certainly not a game. Games are beautiful. Uh, Atlas has announced Soul Hackers 2 coming August 26th. PC, PS4, and 5, and the Xbox series of consoles. I don't know that series at all. Um, no, it's an old one, but it's, but it's, you know, another Atlas RPG. Wait, is it a Devil Summoners game? I, Hold on, wait, uh, Hold yeah, on. Yeah, you, you are hacking devils. Oh, shit, now I'm interested again. Okay, let's, let's Google Soul Hackers 2. Well, because, like, I'll Soul Hackers you... 1 was, it was called Devil Summoner Soul Hackers, which oh. means it's in the Mega Ten, it's in the Mega Ten Basic series. I forgot to put this in entertainment headlines, but thankfully YouTube reminded me as I clicked over to it. Dave Grohl is on today's Hot Ones. Oh, I watched it, and it is I so I fucking finished. good. Um, a couple weeks ago, it was Sebastian Stan, and he suffers so much. It was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. Okay, YouTube, Soul Hackers, announcement trailer, mute. It looks very Mega 10. Yeah. Yeah, I think the green-haired girl is the protagonist. Yeah. See, almost, there was a really cool kind of, like, side story to the Mega Tensei games called just Devil Summoner. There are two of them. And it was this kind of noir setting where you're a detective who also happened to summon demons. Yeah. And they were amazing. I never played them. I think I bought one of them, though. Yeah, and those went away. And then they also had Digital Digital Devil Saga, which were side stories. And I've loved all the side ones more than I've loved any actual mainstream like Persona or Shin Megami Tensei game. I like the side stuff so much more. This is 100% the Persona 5 engine. Um, But it looks... You know, if this were produced in North... If this game that we're watching, like, the action occur on... If this game were produced in North America, we would call this a double A. Yes. Which is you know what? I'm hyped for Elden Ring. That's my that's my JRPG of choice. My JRPGs of choice are action RPGs. Oh wow, yeah, this really does look kind of double A, doesn't it? It really does. It really looks last gen. Um 
And it's not an action. It is, it's turn-based. Yeah. I mean, that, that, I kind of like that, though. Like yeah, the, the devil, old Devil Summoner games I was thinking of were actually not turn-based. They were. The, the Devil Summoner games were action? I'm almost positive. I, okay. I'm almost positive. Devil is... Summoner to combat. Devil Summoner to battle. Devil Summoner to PS2 gameplay. Hmm. The character is running around. No, the field. no, never mind. They were they were turn based. Well, he's no, but the character is literally running around a field. What's he doing here? Oh, he's just trying not to get hit as his. I mean, yeah, yeah. This look, well, it looks turn based. I don't want to. It definitely looks turn based. Moving on. <clears throat> Capcom revealed a fighting game collection this week, and it's like half Darkstalkers. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, I did. It's I'm actually pretty hyped for it because really? it's all the Darkstalkers plus Ultra Street Fighter Two. Plus Red Earth, which has never come out on console. Um, Pocket Fighter's good. Puzzle Puzzle Fighter's good. They all yeah, have rollback po- netcode. Pu- are Puzzle Fighter's not even a fighting game. No, it's not. It's a puzzle game. It's still awesome, though. Red Earth, you said? Red Red Earth. Red Earth is the one with like the dinosaur and that lion guy. That's never actually come out on console before, I believe. Um, no, it, it's a good collection. How much? Uh, they haven't said. Aww. I'm guessing forty bucks American, if not more. I don't want to pay 50 for that many bucks games. Um, but they all will have the appropriate netcode. Wow! It'll, it'll all have rollback netcode. All of the games, every one of them, will be playable online. They have not said anything about crossplay though, which, if it doesn't have crossplay, would be bad, because this is not going to sell a ton. And if you end up dividing that community, Red Earth looks know, like Street Fighter Alpha, kind of. Uh, same engine. It's a CPS2 game. So yeah, you're right. But no, it's, it's really good looking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and the Darkstalkers game, I always liked that they had a werewolf character. I always wanted to be the Wolfman. Talbane, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know if if one and two are worth playing when you have Darkstalkers three in there, the final version of that, because it's so much deeper. But okay, well, is it's the, not a bad collection. Hang on, Darkstalkers three, Talbane. I think Talbane isn't it. Well, yeah. if he's not, I don't care about it. John Torbane arcade mode. Yes, he is, apparently. Okay. Oh, this doesn't look nearly as good as that other one. It's, no, Dark Circle 3 is older, significantly older than Red Earth. Oh. God, you're such a wealth of information about these things. You are a resource. <laughs> it's it's going to be like, it's going to be like when a language dies when we pass on. Someone will go like, which was earlier, Dark Circles or Red Earth? And someone will reply, no one knows. Nobody knows anymore. But the internet's right there. Wikipedia still knows. No, the internet was taken down. Oh, shit. <laughs> In the Amazon. Well, none of those works anyway. We're, we're, we're trying to find physical arcade machines, and none of those work anymore either. <laughs> Amazon bombed them all. Oh, God. Um, I will probably buy that collection, which means I'll probably be buying an arcade stick again, because Whoa. that's that's stuff I want to play. But I just want to pause here because you buying an arcade stick again is actually uh, that's like that's like uh, that's like someone with like you know a, a three year chip going into a bar and ordering a whiskey. <laughs> that's really what it. Honestly, come on, it is. It's been a while. Yeah, you it, swore it off the bottle, man. You did. I did, but I I like the old stuff. I I like. I mean, if you threw me at Street Fighter Five again, I would have forgotten everything about it. Hell, you could yeah. throw me at Street Fighter Four, and I'd be super rusty. You throw me at two, 
and I'm fine. Yeah, I would still, I actually still remember a bunch of shit from 2. And it was amazing that we could still play Virtual Fighter. But really, it's yeah. the same game it's been since 4, and that's why. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and I know that out of all that stuff, most of the players will be in Darkstalkers 3 and Hyper Street Fighter 2. That's where the, the player base will be. So, I, I mean, I'd be able to find matches if I want them. Otherwise, it'd just be kind of fun to have them again. Okay, so you're, you're hyped for that, but... Capcom also announced Street Fighter VI this week with a weirdly cheap-looking logo, a short trailer with Ryu and a new guy, and a promise that we'd learn more this summer. Yeah, we don't know anything about it. There's nothing to be hyped for other than it is a game that exists. So you're not like, okay, but when they announced Elden Ring, they didn't say shit about it. It was just like, in a time of lords. <laughs> That's like fucking all we got in the first Elden Ring trailer. I'm sure we got some kind of beautiful CGI, but they didn't tell us shit. And I was like, ooh, another From Software thing. Yes. And like now the only look at the reviews. Know about six is it's running an RE engine. Sorry, what? Same engine as Resident Evil. It, but That's it, all we know. So, could be good, could be bad with that, but that's it. That's all we know. Well, okay. I mean, uh, Resident Evil 8 was a pretty good-looking game, mm-hmm. I guess. Does that... That worries me. Does that worry you? <laughs> no, not really. Okay. You can make any engine you want work. And the character... But the they, frame they, rate! They, you need 60! I, it'll work, yeah. I mean, you're not in a fighting game. You're not trying to create these gigantic 3D environments. You've got like True. a set camera and True. you know two characters on there. You're you're doing less, significantly less. Um, the character in the uh, trailer was the last character added to Street Fighter Five. Oh, who's that? Um, Alex? No, not Alex. I can't remember his name now. Alan. He had weird Popeye arms in in Five. He didn't really fit the art style. He looked a lot more normal in in the trailer for Six, except for the street, except for the steaming yeah, but, forearms. But, but, but Ryu looks like he's art's so, a little weird. He's a little wide. He's so he's thick. Really, yeah, <laughs> but hot, hot Ryu is now default Ryu because that's that when, 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 when the, the, no the, hot Ryu has a beard. This one had a beard. He had a beard. Yeah. All right then. This it's literally hot Ryu. Okay, fair enough. So they listened and like, okay, Hot Ryu is now a default Ryu. I didn't notice the beard. I was looking at those abs. Mm, impossible abs. Rip, yeah. Rippling. The PlayStation 4 version of Cyberpunk 2077 has been quickly patched after a bunch of disc-only owners were unable to play it post 1.5. You had one job. Make it playable. It's kind of amazing. It's kind of amazing they didn't catch that. People have explored a bit of the new relationship content in Cyberpunk 2077. Pan Am oh. will send you nude selfies. Oh, that's gross. Judy told... But you said you wanted it. I didn't know that's what it was. I thought oh. it was like she'd call you and you'd go on a date or something cool like that or go shoot stuff well, again. Well, no. Apparently, across all of them, if you go to sleep in your apartment, sometimes you'll wake up and they'll be next to you. You'll be like, hey... That's not bad. I know. It's really nice. I like that. Um, but I saw the nude selfie that Pan Am sends and... She's she's covering things, listeners. So it's not. Don't go looking for the nude selfie thing. And oh, I'm going to see some Pan Am titties. No, <laughs> you're not going to see nothing. Oh, well. Relax. Uh, Judy, which I really like, told her grandma about you, and grandma wants to judge you for herself. I don't know if like you have a phone <laughs> call, grandma, or you have to go visit her or something. But I loved that. Awesome. Uh, yep. Carrie and Rivers seem pretty bare bones so far. Apparently, Carrie gives you something, and uh, River will like talk to you more. Hmm. All right. Um, or will and be hanging out at your place. 
Uh, a dude bust his way through the wall of a mom-and-pop gaming store in Forest Lake, Minnesota on February 10th and escaped with $250,000 worth of rare Pokemon cards and cash. It's a lot of cards to have on hand. Did they catch that guy? I don't know. Well, maybe they were, like, super rare. Maybe he got two cards and they were each worth $120,000. Uh, or cash. I mean, it depends. We don't keep that much on hand. I mean, my case isn't worth that much. <laughs> yeah, the, the cash. But one sleeve, if, if you grab the right sleeve, you can get a couple thousand dollars. Hmm. Terrifying. It's the Charizard sleeve. Just don't steal that one. <laughs> uh, Call of Duty will reportedly skip 2022. The next game, made by Treyarch, will debut in 2023. <laughs> reportedly. And apparently so, this was made independent of Microsoft. Well... Assassin's Creed skipped a year, and it we was, got it, uh, Origins. It was better for it. Yes. Yeah. Now, this is not going to show that kind of turnaround because it's Call of Duty. But maybe they're looking at what people complain about Vanguard and between, said, okay, pump the brakes. But, <laughs> well, I think between Cyberpunk, Vanguard, um, Battlefield. Oh, yeah, which is a terrible shit show, apparently. There's been a trend lately of games getting out to hit that release and not being... Not that not having been a profitable decision. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, Sony was like, just take more time. Put it out when it's ready. I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> David Jaffe's awful tweet. Okay, I gotta look. I up. haven't heard. I don't know what this is. Uh, it, was, it. it was a weird, like I, I'm scrolling through Twitter and sometimes you'll see something super inflamed. Oh God, I forgot to put this in there. Cult of the Lambs has been announced for all platforms. Oh, good. Yes, so it's, not, it's awesome. not just coming to Switch. Um, but it was one of those things where you see it and you're like, well, that's very inflammatory. And uh, and then you're like, it's probably not real. Um, so I looked and I went to his account and I was like, oh my God, he really put this. So that, it's... Uh, God, what the fuck is it? <clears throat> it's a poll. Hmm. Hypothetical, if you were playing and loving an open-world game and there was an easy, automatic Platinum PlayStation trophy for going into a minority-filled in brackets Jew, Black, LGBT, Muslim, etc. nightclub and killing all the minority NPCs, would you do it? Yes or no? That's the what? Poll. That's the poll, yes or no. What? That's a stupid question. <laughs> that's, a, that's a really stupid, crazy question. It had 10,000 votes in it. By the time I, by the time I caught it, sixteen hours later, um, I I don't want to be why? part of the, I don't want to be part of the conversation that led to that. I guess no, like a platinum. Why would you tie a platinum trophy to it? Is he is he is this a callback to No Russian? I don't I don't remember if there was a uh, a trophy or a, or anything tied to No Russian in Call of Duty. Okay, but... I, I forget who you're killing civilians in No Russian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In no Russian, you go through an airport and just wipe out civilians. Yeah, yeah, but that was post nine eleven. It was. Yeah. Most things are post nine eleven these days. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. So Dave, David Jaffe continues to. I'm sad the God of War franchise started with you, David Jaffe. <laughs> you haven't done anyone proud since. The PlayStation Plus games for March are Ghost Runner, Team Sonic Racing, Ark Survival Evolved, and Ghost of Tsushima Legends. There you go. Is that the PS5 version of Ghost Runner? Uh, uh, I PS would hope. Plus. March. 
2022. Because, yeah, like, I keep on almost buying Ghost Runner and then not. I uh, did buy it. It was good, but my hands literally hurt when I finished it. Yeah, and I, I, like, I knew that it would be stressful, and I'm not usually going to games for a stressful experience unless we're talking Souls. Ghost Runner, Ghost Runner. I got the free yeah, update only, for Xbox Only X. the PS5 version of Ghost Runner will be available. Oy, okay, okay. In a vacuum, if this was like, you know, June, there's nothing else going on, you really should play Ghost Runner. I will totally, like, I will 100% add Ghost Runner to my, well, like, the other two. Um, I will probably add Team Sonic Racing because didn't, oh, no, no. Those uh, are good. No, honestly, no, I've played those and they are fun. No, I was thinking about uh, Alex's phone is for Crash Team Racing and I was thinking, oh, I should oh. try that, but no, no, this is Sonic. Uh, I have a work friend who likes Ark Survival Evolved. I've never wanted to check it out. It always looks cheap no, as shit. I'm not interested in that at all. <laughs> Elden Ring is sitting at 97 on Metacritic with almost 50 reviews. And quite a few that are not finished yet. Unfinished yeah, reviews. But I looking that. through those, they're pretty positive. They're all insanely positive, so mm-hmm. it's going to be a good weekend. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah i got to look this up on the phone, too. And I didn't actually read. Did you? Were you able to find any impression articles about this game? An airport for aliens currently run by dogs? Yes. I had heard about it, but n- but no. Okay, so a bunch of people are at Dice. And on Twitter, what's being posted are these tickets, which I guess is just to go see the presentation for this game. That's all we know about this game. And here's what we know about this game, listener. The ticket says, at the top, an air an airport for aliens currently run by dogs. Boarding pass. And then there's a bunch of shit in like an alien language with like gate boarding time, seat... But then at the bottom it says, This Dog Airport game is a first-person, open-world, systemic comedy adventure about meeting stock photo dogs and solving their problems in airports. It came out in May of last year. What? For PC, anyway. Is that an early access? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, release date, May 25th, 2021. Okay, hang on. An airport for dogs for aliens. Currently run by dogs on Steam. 64% on Metacritic, 4.9. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> well, it was a wonderful ticket. <laughs> yes. Shit, now I'm sad. Because <laughs> I'm seeing screenshots, and I'm like, I don't want to play that. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a comedy game. Fair enough. Uh, Bioware says the next Dragon Age is, quote, right in the middle of its development. I swear somebody else just quit Bioware, too. Isn't that, like, haven't they been showing us shit for years for the next Dragon Age? Yeah. That's pretty disappointing. But, you know, their last games, games, plural, were rushed, so. (laughs) The Scent. Oh, The Descent. No, The Ascent. (laughs) I was like, The Scent? No, this this was one of the things I quickly added after and mistypoed. That cyberpunk shooter, The Ascent. The Ascent will yep. come to PlayStation on March 24th. It is perfectly mediocre. Yeah, but why would I play that when Cyberpunk got its patch? I, you shouldn't. Uh, and finally, Fallout New Vegas 2 is reportedly in very early discussions at Microsoft with Obsidian. Yet another reason why it is so sad Alex isn't here to enjoy <laughs> this with us. Very early, I mean, three, four years. Although, didn't Obsidian knock out New Vegas quickly relatively but they did it on yeah. this engine that bethesda already had and just handed it to them right yeah um i love this because what this says to me first of all is that there are people at microsoft who are aware that one of the most interesting uh, follow games period 
was made by one of the companies, a different company that they just acquired, that has nothing mm-hmm. to do with Bethesda now. People there are aware. And uh, probably that people at Obsidian are interested in pursuing that is kind of what it suggests to me. They have all the pieces. They just have to put them together now. Yep. Let the people work on it. Yeah. Yep. I, I want to, I really hope I can remember to bring that headline up next week and get Alex's take on it. You two will be all Elden Ring all night. Oh, yeah, we will. We'll forget about this shit. <laughs> we'll forget all about this shit. Does Elden Ring have classes? Are you choosing a class at the beginning of this? Okay, well, here's how it works in, in the Souls game. Um, basically, anyone that's not Sekiro, because Sekiro there was just the one guy. It wasn't a class. Yeah, Sekiro is the only one you're an actual character. When you... Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, in, a, in a Souls or a Bloodborne, when you start the game, it's like, imagine... Um, Imagine Dungeons and Dragons, or imagine a Fallout game. You have all these points. You can distribute them however you want. But you don't do that in a Souls game. You either choose to start with no points, or this person's like a level 15, and they have these certain stats, and crucially, they might start with like an attack spell. And that's huge. They might start with, you know, a certain sword and a good shield. On this mm-hmm. armor, that's huge. Otherwise, you won't find that armor for fucking hours if you ever do. Um, beyond that, as you progress into the world, you can start loading your skill points into any of the various attributes that you choose. So you can start as a caster and then immediately pick up a great sword and start specking yourself into strength. And so for the rest of the game, you're a person with nothing but high HP and high strength and this level one spell you had <laughs> when you first for when you first started. You can do that in a Souls game. It's very, very open once you start. And there's like 12 starting classes to pick from. One of them is Samurai. I'm going to be, it's going to be hard for me not yeah. to pick it, but I think I'm probably going to want a shield. For, for me, a shield is important for Alex being a caster. I think you would probably do well with caster as well. Oh, range stuff. Ooh. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Well, if you're, if you're specializing in bows, you're going to be crafting a lot of arrows. Oh, yeah. He's be picking stuff off of the ground constantly. Uh, well, you're gonna want—I'm sure you're gonna want to do that anyway. But um, mm-hmm. oh god, I can't believe <laughs> uh, now sitting here thinking about Elden Ring. I can't believe there was a point where I was wondering if I was not going to play it tonight. So it's preloaded, right? Oh, yeah. It's unlocked for oh, you. Yeah. It's got to be. Oh yeah. We got we got three hours and eight minutes to go. Wow. When you should, you should get some dinner. You know what? I should. Um, you know when you go to check on a game? Like, have you ever pre- preloaded a game? Yeah, okay. absolutely. And then you go to check on it. It says, like, this game will unlock in da 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 seconds. Yeah. When Horizon came out, I had somehow timed it so well. I, you know, I was I looked at my watch. I'm like, yeah, it's about time. I, go for, I went for a cigarette. I came upstairs. I turned on my PS5. I sat down. I tapped Horizon uh, Forbidden West. It popped up five. Four, three, two, one. Oh. Boom, and it went in. Like, somehow. I just sat, I sat down in the exact moment. See, the only thing I have, even partially pre-downloaded right now, and you're going to laugh at this, is Stalker 2, hmm. which doesn't come out until December. <laughs> How is it? But Microsoft put it up. They're like, here, preload some of it. It's like 100 meg, just kind of like a placeholder thing. Why? But there it is. I would not download that. Oh, 100%. Why, Why do I need 100 megs sitting on my console for I a have year? 2 terabytes. It's fine. Wait, because I want to look at that. Sorry, because was it 100 megs or 100 gigs? 
100 meg, 100 oh, meg. Oh, 100 meg. Not 100 gig. I know the, the real answer is, is that the game this year that I'm honestly hyped for is Stalker 2. Oh, my goodness. Because I have such fond memories of the first Stalker. Clear Sky I hated, but the first Stalker I loved to death. Have they shown gameplay of this new Stalker and it suggests to you that it re- will retain that? It's the same people. Oh. It's, it's, it's GSC Game World. What the fuck it's else have the they done? same people. Uh, the bad stalkers too. <laughs> well, then why would you expect this not to be, to be a good? Because this has been in development for forever. Yeah, that's not a name me a game recently where that's been a good thing. I'm oh, disabusing you of your hype for this game right now, sir. No, no, don't you dare do it. Um, are are my arguments? Valid? Oh shit! This uh, this game developer is is in Ukraine. Yeah. Um, oh, Ukraine's not going to exist. Oh. Yeah. I was hoping we weren't going to touch on the impending war. Uh, I that was not my intent. And I figured with Alex out of the way, we were guaranteed. That, that was that was literally not where I was going with I this. Know, but I, I know, just but, but, you made know, the connection it, that GSC Game World is is they're based out of Ukraine. Now, now that you know the real world has intercepted the podcast, uh, let no one suggest for a moment that our only interest in this war is uh, whether or not this well, game that's, will get delayed. Yeah, that would be very unfair. Um, yeah. You know that angry staffer Twitter account? Yeah, yeah. Shared a video. And uh, he's pretty good about vetting sources. And, <clears throat> which is one of the reasons I follow him. Or her. And uh, and the video was clearly being taken by a five-year-old playing with a cell phone. This little kid. Mm-hmm. And holding it up to a window. And you can hear the jet coming. You see the trail, the smoke trails of two missiles heading. Oh, I've seen that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. headed for an apartment built complex. You hear the missiles impact, and then the you see the fighter blast overhead, and then the little girl screams and runs downstairs to her mom, and her mom picks her up, and the rest of the video is shot upside down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vladimir Putin is killing people. Yep. For ports. I feel like, and I'm glad uh, the sanctions that are coming in are very severe from what I've heard. Um, the is clearly had an immediate impact on the economy of uh, Russia. Um, and here, too, gas is going to go way up. Yeah. I didn't realize how much gas, how much oil we actually bought from Russia. Mm. A lot. The United States did. I don't know how much Canada buys. I don't know, but um, I'm not worried about gas prices. I'm, I'm, I'm worried about the human cost of this. Well, and, I, yeah, obviously. and while I'm happy with the sanctions, uh, I guess as as like an animal, as an animal, what I want to see happen when some big bully animal from another tribe does something like this is I want our bully animal to go over there and bonk him on the head. And the problem is that's how World War One started, <laughs> more yeah. or less. So yeah, and and I'm I'm quite glad that uh, the West seems to be in no rush to to run over there and do this. Yeah. There are to say let's go to war, but at the same time I'm horrified by it. There are um, uh, protests in Russia. Oh yeah, and they're right arresting now. all of them. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that's exactly what's happening. But but yeah, so yeah, GSE Game World's headquarters are in Kiev. Which is going to be under siege soon, if not already. 
Yeah, there, the, going down. It's really hard to, to know what's actually going on over there, given the amount of disinformation they're trying to put out. Like, apparently they were putting out videos um, of, like, stuff happening. Russia was putting out videos. People were saying, actually, this is a video from Syria from, you know, 10 years ago. But <laughs> Well, yeah, there's also, Putin's like, oh, I'm doing this meeting now. And you know, if you look at their watches, the time was all wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's a mess. It's a mess. It's horrifying. Didn't mean to take us there, but I was, like, thinking about Stalker 2, and then suddenly I'm in Kiev. Or Kiev? 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 I don't know. Not sure what that goes on. Just so. three short hours until Elden Ring. My there you girl. go. That's something to be uh, Elden excited Ring. about. All right. In that case, Alex will be here next week. I'm sure he'll have something to say about this game uh, since I know he bought it too. A little bit. A little bit. Did you hear that apparently the PC runs worst? I did. I did. Alex, I'm Oops. so sorry, dude. Buy PS5? You could, oh, you PS5. could still. You still got... Well, here's what I'm thinking, though. I'm thinking now that he's bought the Switch... He doesn't have access to a screen on which to play the PS5 as much. Uh, because I get the maybe. impression that, yeah. Well, I mean, I wonder. I wonder if that's the case. If, if Laura's bull uh-huh. got any TV with her new Switch. And, you know, enjoy your new Switch, Laura. I am th- love these stories we're hearing about. Laura is going after uh, Hollow Knight and Cyberpunk. Or no, mm-hmm. Hollow Knight on a Switch. And uh, she she got stuck on uh, she got stuck on Hornet, but she tried for a while, and then she started going around the area just practicing on like the mini boss enemies in the area. And Alex sent us the text; it was really cute. And <laughs> she got her. She got Hornet. Did she? There you go. I think she did. I don't remember seeing. That. I thought I saw that she got beaten Hornet. She beat one of the guard guys. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. That's what it was. And yeah. and we were talking about how that's kind of like a training thing for Hornet. Mm, that's what it was. Yeah. 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 All right. Next yeah. week. Next week. In that case, next week. <laughs> Well, for Alex Chance, thank you for being here. My pleasure. Happy Elden Ring Eve, everyone. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll see you in a week.